Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real, and that's when we say, hats off. What's up, y'all? We're back. Hat heads. Episode four. Episode four. Is it four or three? No, four. It's four. It's four. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. All right. So first, uh, let's just check in. How are you? We're sex therapists. So like, let's, let's check in. How well, are you? On a scale of one to ten. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, I'm at a nine. All right. Or I'm feeling great. Yes. It's been okay. a good week. It's, it's been, been a, real a really good week. good week. I'm excited for this week. And it's only it's only hump day. Right. So that's a good thing. And yeah. I saw Chance the Rapper last week. So You did. That concert was Y'all, Chance need to have like a I youth service it. or some type of like sad face. I just see him going on tour with Kurt Franklin as up. Yeah, if I he heard it was amazing. To just do gospel, yeah, he has a, a um, definitely has a skill set in that. Yeah, I heard it was amazing. I missed it. I was in Tennessee um, at a contract position that I do. That was amazing in its own right. Um, but I was sad. I missed Chance the Rapper. I bought my ticket and everything, and it was like, oh no. Oh, I didn't know you bought the ticket. Yeah, my cousin ended up buying it for me and taking my little cousin's oh, friend. Okay. So it worked out. But yeah, womp womp, mm-hmm. sad face. Um, so let's move into uh, tip our hat. If, so we have a collective tip our hat <laughs> um, to our lovely podcast studio at Huga. Huga. Um, and we're <laughs> tipping our hat because the first episode we butchered the name. Courtney so Morso the girl. But neither of us do it for real. <laughs> and I feel like what the story I tell myself is that Garrett um, felt some type of way when he heard the first episode. It was like, these episodes don't know the name of my spot. <laughs> and now literally everything, like the invoices, the t-shirts, everything like pronounced Hooga. H-O-O-G-A. Who, how else can you say H-O-O-G-A? Hey. Hooga. I don't understand. Well, I don't know. If that's the case, I can't. I can't be sure. I'm, I'm doing the best I can, Garrett. But shout out. But shout to out. Huga. To Huga. That's what we're going with. We're going with Huga. Hopefully that's right. We're going to see. Yes. So we're going to do our individual tip our hats. Earl, who do you have? So I am tipping my hats off to um my girl, Melodic Tones. Mm. She recently released her album, which is amazing. It's on iTunes. It's called Detox. Um, her name again, her stage name is Melodic Tones, M-E-L-O-D-I-K-T-O-N-E-Z. And you can find her on Facebook, I Am Melodic Tones, Instagram, I Am Melodic Tones. And again, you can just get her album, first album on iTunes. Um, the links will be provided in the description. So 
Check her out. Yes. And let me just say the melodic tones that Earl has stood for you like this entire time, like long before the album okay. was out. Earl was like, you got to get on this album. No, I was like, I'm on it. Like, just, I'm ready. Girl. Like, just I've been supporting let her me know. And it is really good. Yeah. We were in high school. See, so. that's good. That's, that's love. Yeah. She's so. she doing the, the damn thing. I like it. Say. I like it. Yeah. All right, so I have two because I'm cheating a little bit. Um, but my first tip of the hat is to a friend of mine, Jamise, um, and she has a blog called Fun Muse, um, and it's a lifestyle blog. She does a lot of festivals. Um, she's very, you know, like pro us, melanin popping, you know, out there, really representing for us, living our best selves and I just you know love her and feel very encouraged to like get out there and like live life um when I'm around her and when I'm like following her blog and so on Instagram it's fun.muse and you can also check her out at orange moon oasis um that's her other IG um that's a private one so she might not accept you um I ain't really check which one she wanted me to share I just felt inspired to share my girl um but she also does all kinds of like cool like eateries in Charlotte and again like all the festivals she goes to Afropop which is like goals for me to go to Afropop um and I was talking about that today yeah and so that's my girl and I just want y'all to check her out and then um there is this um makeup line called Juvia's Place and they have the best palettes for women of color like they just have these vibrant colors and these earth tones that just go beautifully with our skin and so I just bought a couple of palettes um because I don't do a beat often but when I do a beat you know I want it to look good and so I got a couple of palettes from them and theirs um website is J-U-V is in victory I-A-S place.com again the link will be in the bio so shout out to fun muse and juvia's place all right the time has come all right y'all <laughs> so this is gonna be a real real episode okay we're about to talk about relationships but not just relationships we're about to talk about settling say it one more time in a relationship settling. and understanding the difference between settling and compromising because those are two very different things so Earl when you think about settling in a relationship as compared to compromising what do you think the difference is for me settling is you're going to just accept them for who they are whether that means they are aggressive a cheetah ain't got nobody job <laughs> uh might have a job for two weeks, come back and quit. Say, I still want to be a rapper. Boss me to make sure I'm there at five. Support me in my dreams. My mixtape <laughs> dropping. You know, that is settling. Compromise to me is, it's a two-way street. Yes. Meaning you are, so say you know you have the biggest attitude in the world. Yeah. Hey, Earl, I have an attitude. <laughs> so say I have an attitude. Oh, can we have a moment of silence for that accountability? And can nice. we untake, <laughs> did you shame me? I'm just saying I love accountability. I was shouting but you it was, out. It, it, it was a I was shouting you shame me all the time. I was shouting you out. But that was like out. some good subtle shame. Like because I had to look. I'm looking at you now. You are giving me the side eye. Um <laughs> He's still giving me the anyway, side eye, y'all. <laughs> so back to what I was saying. Compromise. So I know I have an attitude. Mm-hmm. And you one know they have an attitude, but I am working on trying mm-hmm. to not respond. We're compromising. We're meeting each other halfway yes. to resolve this situation. So yes. we're both 
doing something less yeah or more so yeah. say you might be like i need more affection mm-hmm. so i am making sure i'm giving you more affection although i might not like it as much when i'm you know meeting you in the middle with yes 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 absolutely so yeah so like compromise is um he likes sports and you could really care less and so but you watch the game with him mm-hmm. you know what i mean shout out to go to stay out Okay, D, that's my babe. Um, sorry, random side note, but you know that's a compromise. Or you don't like uh, his friends, but you go out exactly. You still hang around them exactly. Or you know, you know, you may not want to go to that play or that mm-hmm. opera or that musical, but you know it makes her feel good, and so you go to that play or that opera or that musical. That's compromise. Mm-hmm. Settling is when someone is doing something consistently that makes you feel less about you mm-hmm. makes you feel less beautiful less important less special less safe less emotionally stable and they're doing it consistently and they know what that does to you and mm-hmm. they continue to do it and you continue to stay with them and when they're they showing do it. you who they are they are showing you clear as glass mm. who they are can you be any clearer than that I mean, the yeah. no, the only clear you can get is no nothing. Like how you and I are just <laughs> looking at each other right now. Clear as air. <laughs> clear as air that they are this type of person, that they have an addiction, that they are abusive, that they are dishonest, that they are unfaithful, that they're bad with money, that they're not going to work. Like they're showing you who they are and you continue to stay. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times women especially feel like you're not settling because you stay popping off but like you still settling like i remember uh, yeah i remember having a conversation with this dude who um i was talking about another friend who like wasn't working and you know the chick stayed mad about it but she you know never left and i was like i just don't understand how he lives in this like her constantly bitching and being angry Mm -hmm. and the dude was like look she goes to work every day so he knows from the hours of 8 30 when he drops her off and five o'clock when he picks her up he got all the peace in the world he can sit at home he can drink he can do whatever else he does he can sleep with his side chick because that was also a thing and by the time she i'm telling you this was foolishness by the time she picks him up i mean he picks her up you know he's he's prepared like his armor's up and he's ready to hear he's like but he don't never have to go to work he got a car he got money for you know all of his extracurricular activities like you know most people would sign up for that and i was like wow like the way he broke it down was just like you know people are okay with that you know people are okay with just cussing them out all the time and telling them they ain't shit because they don't have to go to work but you know i think that's that mindset of i ain't gonna find nothing better yes this person is i'm not gonna find nobody else like them they understand me they're my part everybody's not your person but if they understood you why are they hurting you so bad that's a million dollar question (laughs) thank you if you understand me or someone understands you and they know you for real no one knows you better then why are they hurting you if they already know your story they already know your struggle like do they really understand you because if you really understand me, you're not going to do the things that break me down and make me feel bad about myself. But furthermore, what is it about you that allows you to stay in a situation where someone continues to break you down and make you feel bad about yourself? Comfortability. I think people get comfortable. Mm-hmm. 
Because if they leave, that means they're about to be, you know, our favorite. Like, you are open and exposed. But I also think people feel as though <clears throat> if I don't, you know, if I leave this situation, one, going back, I'm not going to find nobody better. Because when we having our good times, they're the best times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have our bad times, but we love each other and we're willing to work on it. And that's that. People be too committed. But are you really working on it? If no, he, if but they be she so, keeps doing the same thing, mm-mm. you're not working on but it. But they that's be not so committed. Like, people be so committed and be thinking, oh, well, I have to stay with this because I love this person. Oh, no, you gosh. don't. No, because love is not enough. I will tell people all the time, like I tell clients, love is not enough. You need honesty. You need loyalty. You need compromise. You need respect. Like need love is just integrity. Love is just one part of the entire puzzle. If you are missing, you know, the other pieces, then love is never going to be enough. Because what you going to do with a puzzle that's not complete? Absolutely. But you get go, irritated. You, you just go sit it there and keep getting mad looking for this one piece and then cussing the puzzle out mm-hmm. when the puzzle just being a puzzle. That's all. Just but let I think it be there. People need to learn that every person is not your person. No. And when I say person, so this is like, when, well, I say this with everybody that I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can have romantic, your person that's yeah. your romantic partner, but then you also have friends. Like Earl and I are like, are each other. Courtney people. is my person. Exactly. If you've ever seen Grey's Anatomy, and if you haven't, something is wrong with you, but I'm not <laughs> going to proceed with that type of shade. But <laughs> Yang and Christina, like persons. Mm-hmm. Yang and Mary. Yang and Christina are the same see, person. No, nah, I'm trying to throw shade, and I'm saying two of the same people that's one person. <laughs> but I got you. Yeah, that's what. But, but, but see, because I'm your Courtney person, is my person. You. She feel, see, because I was your person, I Bam. just showed up. I just showed up. Literally showed yes. up without questioning. Yes. <laughs> but yes, Yang and Meredith were each other are are each other's mm-hmm. person, and they show up for each other. Um, and they get real honest with each other. They didn't always get along, mm-hmm. but they just consistently showed up for each other. But that's not everybody in your life. And sometimes somebody's your person for a while. Mm-hmm. But you keep trying to make them be your person forever. And then you get all this hell in your life. My favorite scenario to use with clients is the tree. Mm. A tree has roots. Mm-hmm. It has leaves and it has branches. Mm-hmm. Those leaves are going to leave with the season. Mm-hmm. Those branches might seem sturdy and they might last a couple of years or more, mm-hmm. but they will break off. Bl- yep. But those roots, mm-hmm. they're planted. Mm-hmm. So the people that are your roots are your people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Yes. And so, you know, in regards to mental health, there's a couple of things that feed into our relationships. First off, it's our relationships, the relationships we saw as children mm-hmm. um, and and our relationships with our parents. And I know people are always like, oh gosh, if it ain't one thing, it's your mother. But like the relationships with our parents and the relationships we saw modeled in our childhood mm-hmm. send us our original messages about ourselves and about love and relationships as a whole. Um, children are inherently selfish. And so the things that happen around them, kids tell themselves, this must be about me. So Mm -hmm. if things are bad, then that's because I'm bad. If things Mm -hmm. are good, it's because I'm good. Now, we as adults know that that's not the case, but our kid self, you know, is still in there Mm -hmm. somewhere. And wherever you have hurt, wherever you have wounds, wherever you have trauma, that part of you stay, a part of you stays that age. And when people in your adult life start tapping on those issues, the person who responds isn't the adult 34-year-old Courtney. Mm-hmm. It's the three-year-old hurt Courtney or the 13-year-old hurt Courtney. And then think about how a three-year-old responds to something. Think about how a 13-year-old responds mm-hmm. to something. It's never going to be... It's a different perspective. Yeah, it's not going to be a rational, positive response. Um, 
And so when you find yourself in situations as an adult that don't make any sense, a lot of times it connects back to your childhood um, and the messages you received. Like mm-hmm. people, you know, you hear all the time, like people date their dad or they date their mom or, you know what I mean? And I believe that we will in our adult life, all those places that are unhealed, we will bring them into our lives and friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. I know I have done that. I have dated both my parents, like <laughs> in separate people and, you know, tried to fix them in a way to fix those relationships, regardless of how those relationships are now, I'm trying to fix what they weren't for me when I was a child. Um, And we have to be honest with that if we're going to make sure that we are engaging in healthy relationships as adults. What are your thoughts, Earl? Hell, I'm over here scanning my past relationships. (laughs) 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 I was going to say, I think I might have been dating both my parents and one person at one point. Not saying that's a bad thing, but you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. And so one of the things, this place that I um, contract with, um, that where I was last week in Tennessee, one of the people, they always say, if it's hysterical, then mm. it's historical. So that means if something happens that in the grand scheme of things isn't that big and you react to it in a big manner, as, you know, 45 says, bigly, mm. <laughs> then... Um, that's about some other stuff. That's deeper. That's it's way deeper past than that. Exactly. So if, you know, your partner says or does something and you just lose your shit, then that's usually not about this one thing that they've said or done. Mm-hmm. It's the culmination of the other things that they've said and done and the stuff that you brought into the relationship. Because usually baggage is brought into the relationship and we don't really want to own it. We don't ever talk about our baggage. Everybody, got baggage. everybody has it, but we come into relationships like we're like a newborn babe. Like we ain't never been heartbroken or that like we oh, ain't never I'm broke over, a heart I'm over that situation. Thank I, um... you. And then as soon as that person does anything that like, you know, I'm over that situation. How could you do this to me? But you I'm might checking end up... your phone, your bank records, asking you who that bitch is. Okay. And it's like, obviously you're well, not you get over caught it. up in an argument. You call them um, your ex name. What? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Sis. Like, Pookie. And he was like, Pookie? Pookie? My name is Brandon. Who like, it's Pookie. <laughs> and now that's a whole nother argument because you're like, who is Pookie? Exactly. You exactly. cheating on me with Pookie? Exactly. So, yeah. So, that's a part of it. Your messages that you received as a child, um, which, you know, for children, it usually boils down to a not enough type thing. Mm-hmm. Like, daddy left because I wasn't enough. Mama hit me because I wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Like, those, th- that's the kind of thing. And if you're moving into adult relationships with that underlying message of, I'm I'm not enough, Mm -hmm. then what are you willing to accept because you're not enough? You know what I mean? And again, this is all your subconscious stuff. This is not how you're walking out into the world. I know a lot of people who, you know, if you see them on the gram or on Facebook Mm -hmm. or just in person, they present very like, I'm the shit. I got it together. Life is happy. I'm goals, all this stuff. And when you. That reflects back to episode three. Absolutely. But when you look at how they're allowing people to treat them, it's like you obviously don't feel like you're enough. Because if you were enough, why would you accept so little from somebody else? And it's because they're putting on that facade, not only for other people, but for themselves. They're yes. trying to put a rules over their own eyes. Absolutely. Because the truth is painful. If you look at the truth of who people are, how people treat you, and what you allow in your life, mm-hmm. like that shit hurts. Like it hurts to think what people are capable of, and capable of what you yourself are capable mm-hmm. of, and what you've allowed. You feel stupid. You feel used, you know. 
Empty. Yeah, I get it. I get why we want to be in denial. But that's not. Well, that's definitely a thing because a lot of people are in denial. But that's not an okay thing. That's not an okay and thing. And that is not the journey to balancing. No, it is not. And that is where we are. We are on the journey <laughs> to balancing. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, I often tell people, you know, you can only love someone else to the extent you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in your relationships, you know, a lot of times I think when I'm in a relationship, be it romantic or a friend or anything where things aren't going well, I'm like, what is this message to me? You know what I mean? So I'll share a story. I had a relationship that ended um, last year and I really wanted to spend some time being like, okay, what does this relationship say about me? Because mm. it's so easy for us to be like, well, they ain't shit and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And that might be true. But there was something about your energy that attracted their energy. Because you keep bringing ain't shit people. Thank you. <laughs> then maybe. You ain't shit too. Like something. There's something lacking for you as well. Um, and so I had to have an honest conversation with myself. And I was like, all right, Courtney, you know, look at the pattern that you kind of go into with people. And what I noticed is I really love the words and the promises. Mm-hmm. And I fall in love before action shows up. And so, you know, people will say, you know, and not again, not just romantic, but friendship. I'll have like, oh, we're great friends or, oh, you know, I love you and I want to be with you. But then when it's time for action, they don't show up and I'm devastated. But I shouldn't have been in love yet. I shouldn't have been all in when off of what you say, because I could say anything right now. I could be like, I'm Beyonce. Oh, oh, oh. Like, I could say anything. Yeah. Like, I'm the president. I'm a Martian. Like, words are very easy to form and let out of your mouth. And so, what am I falling in love with words for and promises? Right. Um, and But when it's time for action, action never shows up. But now, here's the kicker. This is the piece that we don't often do. When I turn that back on me, that's how I love myself. I'm somebody who has great ideas mm-hmm. and I come up with these awesome things Amazing. and I like, and I'm super like wordy in regards to like, I love to write and I love to do, you know, creative things. Um, and I make all these promises to myself. Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, organize this or we're going to write about this or we're going to do this Your or we're going to exercise here. But then when it's time for action, I sabotage myself all the time. I, you know, I set now myself up a, all the time. Exactly. And so the way that others love me is the same way that I love myself. Mm -hmm. And so in order for me to have a better version of love, then I need to have a better version of me and be on the journey of I need to be action oriented with myself. If I say I'm going to start a podcast with my friend Earl, Mm -hmm. we're going to start a damn podcast. If I say I'm going to write a blog, we're going to write a blog and I'm going to post at least once a week. If I say I'm going to put myself out there, then I'm going to put myself out there. Mm -hmm. Um, If I say I'm going to take better care of myself, I'm going to take better care of myself. And with that shift in my energy, I will then begin to attract people Mm -hmm. that meet that energy. And the ones that don't, I will be able to assess them earlier and and be like, back the hell up, (laughs) back up (laughs) right damn now. And so that's kind of the journey that I'm on. Yeah. So what about you? So my journey is interesting. This has been my, these last two years, I would say these are really been my journey years Mm. of just self-love and awareness Mm. i have been very this year specifically has been like a lot and as you know just a lot of Mm reevaluating people in my life reevaluating myself in my life like what position i'm holding Mm -hmm. um so i i'm 
in regards to relationships, I am being aware of like what baggage I'm bringing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, what am I doing mm-hmm. to be attracting these type of people or to for this to happen? And mm-hmm. I'm I also know like just off that I too self sabotage. I think I self sabotage some of my relationships in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. Um just like um I think um because if, if everyone that knows me, I am not a open person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can crack jokes with you all day. Oh, yeah. But I am very private yeah. in regards to my life and just in general. So I don't let people in. And I know that is that's something I've been working on specifically these last two years. Mm-hmm. But um, like I think you say, it starts with you first. You have to be aware. You can't enter a relationship if you yourself are not, I'm not going to say whole but aware of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't know yourself, how are you going to get in a relationship with somebody you're getting to know? You know? Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah. And so, you know, being more aware and then also putting that into action mm-hmm. and being more honest with yourself about what you want and what you don't want. Yeah. I think that's another piece. Like, I, you know, I have to be really honest with myself because I'll say things like, you know, you can be like this kind of dude or you can do this kind of dude, mm-hmm. but that's, that's actually not like, I would like to be in relationship with someone who can dream big. Right. You know what I mean? Or someone who can, you know, who enjoys intellectual conversation mm-hmm. or someone who, driven. you know, it, it, exactly. Um, And sometimes we feel, I think, especially the older we get, like we have to accept less. Cause we start giving ourselves these, unimaginable time limits Absolutely. like oh my okay, god okay I'm, I'm almost blah 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 30 35 40 I, if i don't have it now i'm not gonna have nobody so the next person that's like that's people always say it. my next person is it like, the hell might you not say. be a thing exactly sis exactly yes and yeah. so i think for me also being very clear and setting my intentions around like what do i really want mm-hmm. in a partner um and not being picky like i'm not that chick who's like oh he gotta be you know chocolate and yeah. six five and which i'm just saying you know if my boaz is chocolate and six five i will not be angry <laughs> Let me just put that out there. But that's not a requirement. Mm-hmm. But my requirement is that he has to be kind. Right. That he has to be someone who enjoys intellectual conversation. And loves your child. Someone, oh, oh, maybe that's, that's a, number one. Absolute non-negotiable. He has to adore Carter. Um, and so those are things that I'm not going to even, if you can't pass those bars, like I'm not even going to waste your time yeah. and, or my time. And that's what needs to be everyone's goals. Let's not waste people's time yes because you know Absolutely. from the jump uh this might go somewhere or is it, you know this ain't something i don't want to deal with this yeah so don't deal with it absolutely but i mean i know for me speaking like i said on my journey i had to learn that i can't just like like we talked about in episode two just kill you all like, i cannot <laughs> just be like okay i'm done with this you know yeah. from the jump because i know i'll quickly just be like i'm too good at I ain't settling. Bye. Yes. But when it could have been something where I could have just compromised. Yes. Yes. Earl sent me the funniest <laughs> meme where this dude did a Facebook post oh. <laughs> um, where he was like, um, you know, it's been a year since my babe passed away. And he like tagged the girl's name in it. And then the girl responded in her in the comments like, um, stop telling people I'm dead. And then he was like, sometimes I feel like I just see her still in my messages. It was y'all. And I was like, like this Earl. That this is me. Earl. Like he literally 
killed her off and did a memorial for her on facebook that was hysterical no, I was like, no, you are no, like, you rude good, sir. that's rude <laughs> but hysterical yeah you kill somebody <laughs> on facebook and you know the neighborhood gossip was raining did you know someone saw her they was dead exactly that was super funny yeah. but yeah so but you you are you are working on that mm-hmm. you're being more open and accepting but then how do you know whether you're being too open and accepting and then like i said moving into settling like you're like so I didn't kill you off, but that don't mean it's going to work out. So, you know how some people, they don't know a middle. They jump mm-hmm. from left to right. Mm-hmm. I'm not that person. I don't <laughs> jump left to right. So, if I am over here on the right about saying I will, like, oh, done, cut off gun, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. So, I've looked out on where I can. I just had to be more so like, okay, let me look at this. Is this something I, Earl? And this is when I have a mm-hmm. conversation with myself. Yeah. So I'll be like, Earl, are we, is this something we could, is this fixable? Mm. Or are we going to just dip out? So that's because the thing. Because I, I love being by myself sometimes. Yeah. So, yes. so I, I, and that's when I had to be like, Earl, let's stop. Like, don't block your blessing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something I had like really learned to like, okay, let me not block my blessing. That wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be done with everybody, Earl, because mm-hmm. that's the case. You're going to be by yourself. Because okay. everybody's going to disappoint you at some right. point. At on some, some level. Yeah. And I also think you have to, yes, keep them, keep your people at a certain level or, like, expectations. But don't set an expectation where you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's human. Yeah, absolutely. And mistakes are mistakes. Certain absolutely. mistakes are mistakes. Yes. But, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think, for me, I don't know. Like, my, my instinct is to run because yes. I do like being by myself. I do um, enjoy alone time. Like, my, you know, my kid is super fun. My mm-hmm. friends are all pretty awesome. So, most of the time, I don't really feel that void of mm-hmm. a partner. And for me, I like to feel free in my relationship. And if you have certain qualities, um, that I can't work with, I start feeling like that anxiety of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be trapped in this and we're going to have to do this forever. Um, The idea of having to deal with something forever can be a little bit overwhelming for me. And so I'm always like balancing that, you know, okay, is this something that you need to be this amped about or is this something that, you know, it's compromised and, you know, they're not going to be just like you. They're not going to be, you know, just only do the things you like. And, and do I, you want somebody like that? I don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but the things that you, yeah, like certain things just grate on my nerves. Yes. And I don't know. And I think it's really like when you're dating someone and they might have, they do something that might remind you of your previous relationship. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, I gotta mm-hmm. get out. I have to leave. I have to leave. Yeah. But it might not have been that serious, but mm-hmm. you have that fear of, I remember how bad that was. Mm-hmm. Is this going in the same direction? And yeah. let me just go ahead and cut ties before it gets deeper. Yeah. But I think, so here's the other part of it. Like, how do you know if you're settling when the person isn't doing those big things? Like, they're not cheating. They're not um, messing up finances. They're not abusive. Like, for me, sometimes I'm like, you know, they're a good person. Mm-hmm. And people, I, I see, especially with clients, they're like, well, he's a good dude or she's a good girl. But you're still not happy with them. You're still, you can't, you know, force, is that not so settling? And I, it is because at the end of the day, 
like we said, love isn't the only piece, but love is a piece. So if you don't really like this person, and yeah, on paper, you're like, this is the perfect person. My parents would love this mm-hmm. person. You know, we would have a happy life mm-hmm. in regards to maybe like finances and stability and just, you know, just like they're overall good person. But mm-hmm. if the connection is not there, you cannot spark it. Like mm-hmm. if it's not there, you have to leave. Yeah. So, I mean, that Absolutely. is another. I know a lot of people that settle. They just be like, oh, yes. I, they're perfect. Yes. And we'll talk about this in another um episode but i just want to even put out there that sometimes we settle um i've seen situations where people settle earl's looking at me like what's she about to say i'm intrigued because it's gonna be good (laughs) i just i hope you're excited um around sexuality um and you know i've seen people who just can't accept that they're gay um or you know bisexual mm-hmm. and so they're settling in a heterosexual relationship especially in um, the and ignoring yes and ignoring that part of their life um because of shame um because of family because of religious beliefs all mm-hmm. of those things but that's some of the worst the settling that requires you to stifle who you are at your core is the settling that will kill and you. And like you're going to erupt. You're and then when you erupt, erupt, you end up messing up other people's lives. Yeah. And I cannot stay that by, when I see people like they know they're gay mm-hmm. and like they go off and marry and have these families. And then like later, I mean, when your truth comes, I, I, I'm all about living in your truth. But when you're like later in life and you have all these like these children and then bam, mm-hmm. like you're now you're. Other people are involved, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, again, it's, it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Living a lie of any type is not sustainable, and eventually you will crack. And so just being aware that you can't, you can't hold that up, mm-hmm. and it's better to live in your truth and lose all the people you have right now. Because what I also know to be true is that every time I've just given it up, you know, I'm a believer. I'm a very progressive believer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm a believer. Um, And I know for me, whenever I've just given it up and been like, all right, God, like, you don't don't want this person in my life. I hear you. He has always provided me so much more. Mm -hmm. He has always shown up with abundance. And it's almost like he's like, I was waiting on you to get here. Hi, Courtney. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Here's your abundance. See how you created space for that? Like, I remember, so I've been married before. I'm divorced now. And I was having a conversation with my best friend. Hey, Shelly. And we were going to a concert. That's one of the things we do all the time. And we were just talking about something. And I was like, well, am I different now that I'm divorced? And she said it was amazing. She was like, I don't know if you're different, but you're definitely more. Pause. Let's sit in it. And that was just the most accurate because, you know, I was as much a problem in my marriage as my Mm ex-husband. We were equally a problem. We were not evenly yoked. We were not supposed to be together. Um, And so there's no like, oh, it was all his fault. It was all my fault. But what I know is that action of settling and trying to make something work was stifling both of us. Mm-hmm. We were stifled in that relationship. And once I was free of that relationship, I saw colors brighter. I heard music differently. Like, I dreamed. Like, I was the as much credentialed, degreed as mm-hmm. I was in my marriage as I am now. 
And I never thought about opening a private practice. I never thought about doing a blog or having a podcast or like I was just trying to survive. Mm. And I see so many times when people are settling, they're just trying to get through every day because you're miserable. And And it's like, just let it go. Like, I just I just want to tell people because, you know, therapists don't advise. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times I just see myself sitting in a, you know, session with a client. I'm like, oh, tell me more about that. Trying to plant the seeds and kind of get them to get there themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, But. In my mind, I'm like, babe, if you just let this go, it's so much more. It's and so I just much love more out there for you. Is, you're more. You're more. You're more. There's more. Yes. Uh. Yes. And so, I just encourage people to know that it's going to be painful and mm-hmm. it's going to be hard. And I think sometimes we worry, like, oh my gosh, this person's going to go and live well without me. And I know we've talked about this in another um, episode. Yes, they might. And guess what? They still weren't going to live well with you because something about y'all's relationship Mm -hmm. didn't work. It just didn't work. And so they may live well without you. And what a gift. What a gift that if someone can live well without you, you grant them their freedom. Like, what a gift is that? And what a gift that they granted you your freedom so you can go live well without them, too. That's a very selfless gift. Like, don't worry about what they can and cannot Mm -hmm. do. What can you do if you give yourself that kind of freedom? And setting them free. Because a selfish person would be like, no, we have to stay together. I I can't live without you. Exactly. Yeah. And it won't. It's going to be painful. There's going to be loss. There's going to be grief. And there's so much more. On and the other might side, be like the best of friends might be and might not be well, in either way. Yeah, yeah. in either way, what you're doing now isn't working. So do something different. Stop doing the things that no longer serve you. Okay, and we're just going to leave it there. That's a good wrap up. Right now. All right. We're going to come back with the next segment. All right, y'all. It's question of the day. This is my favorite part. Okay. What does Anonymous have for us today? So Anonymous, I'm just going to read the email verbatim. It says, I (laughs) I have been considering getting involved with women for a while now. Well, more seriously than before. But I want to stay with my current boyfriend. So anonymous, anonymous is, is a, a girl. Fe- yes, is a anonymous female. is a female. Mm-hmm. Yes, a woman. Yeah. So then she proceeds to say, "Yet he's not having that." My girlfriend got a girlfriend. Young Joe voice. <laughs> um, she says, "If he can't be involved, or if he can't do the same," which I'm like, "Huh? What the f? Nah, she's going to be just for me, and his ass is just going to have to is going to just be with me. What should I do?" Hi, Anonymous. Um, so, okay, just let me let me just make sure I have the story. So Anonymous, who is a woman, mm-hmm. has been considering having a relationship with a woman. They want to explore their sexuality. More. But is also currently in a relationship with a man. Uh-huh. And so wants to have a woman and a man and doesn't want the woman and the man to interact. Doesn't want any type of threesome or polygamous type relationship gotcha. between sister wives type gotcha. thing. or polyamory mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. Just this is her girlfriend and this is her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want you anonymous to read this email back to yourself and switch the people. So I want you to be him. And him be you. And would that still be okay if he came to you and said, I want another girlfriend or a boyfriend. And I want you to just sit over here and wait for me to hump them and hump you and hang out with them and hang out with you. And you don't get anything extra. Sorry for your luck. Would that be okay? 
and I'm going to go ahead and say, hell no. That would not be okay with you. Um, You know, there are different types of relationships. And so, you know, sometimes polyamory works for certain people. Mm -hmm. So there's no judgment there. But things have to be equal and fair in a relationship. There has to be compromise. Um, I would challenge, though, since we're talking about settling, if the person you're with isn't enough, then maybe that's the answer. Mm-hmm. And regardless of who you're with after this person, guy or or a male or a female, it doesn't sound like this person in themselves is giving is you enough. everything you need. Yes. And that's supposed to be what a relationship is. And so maybe looking at that and deciding if this relationship is what you need at all, um, and then whatever you decide after that, bringing, right. you know, connecting with someone else. But why is this person not enough? Because go back to what we said. There's always more. Yes, absolutely. There's more. Absolutely. Yeah. So if they're not giving you what you need, you might need to go look elsewhere mm-hmm. where for your needs. Yeah. And I know people who are bisexual and mm-hmm. still maintain monogamous relationships. Yeah. So they are able to get what they need from whoever they're with, yeah. and they don't feel the need to go back and forth or have both at the same time. Because at the end of the day, you can't set expectations that you you yourself are not going to meet. So you can't mm-hmm. say you can do this, but I can do that. Absolutely. Because that's, that's not, not a thing. thing. <laughs> that's not a thing, you know? That's so not a thing. you can't do what you want and then they just sit by readily like a a, a player on the team ready Absolutely. for you to pick them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, just over time, that would become a toxic, um, unhealthy thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I agree with, him that that's not really okay like if you're going to be out there doing what you want to do he should get to be out there doing what he wants to do and so and that's probably not going to work out for y'all so look at why this is even a gap in your relationship and Mm -hmm. what you need to do about that and then decide your next steps with who you want to be with do you have any extra to add to that earl i don't all right because that's just all no no for me so absolutely yeah cool do we have another question or is that it um Oh, I have a question for you. Me? Well, just a question, okay. and we can both. Um, <laughs> what are your deal breakers in a relationship? <laughs> Let me just pull out my phone because I have notes. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> my biggest is a lack of ambition. Mm. If you are your own worst enemy, and I understand being your worst critic, mm-hmm. but if you lack ambition or you just... You just settle. I don't like settlers. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't mind if you get comfortable. And I don't mind if you, like, I've reached my goal. Mm-hmm. But it better be a hell of a goal. But I just, I don't like settlers. I despise liars. Mm-hmm. I do not like, I cannot, I don't handle liars. Mm-hmm. I myself is not a liar. Mm-hmm. My mama can let you know that. I ain't, I ain't even lie when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I used to just take them beats and tell the truth. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I don't like liars. I don't like a lack of ambition. Because one, if you lie, I can't trust you. Mm-hmm. So you might be lying about your ambition and saying, I'm out mm-hmm. here hustling, I'm doing this, but you're not doing any of that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's ambition and honesty are just are my things I look mm-hmm. for. So if you're honest and ambition, ambitious and just respectful, mm-hmm. we can kick it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, we good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me... um. My first one, I think, is because I'm just too old to be teaching you stuff. So I need you to be I'm ready. inclusive and open-minded and, like, woke 
already. Like, I just, I don't have time. I'm somebody's mama. And I didn't go to school for educate, like teaching. And Google. I'm not an educator. Google is free 99. Mm. Like, Google is free all the time. You can get it on your computer. You can get it on your tablet. You can get it on your phone. And so there's just no reason for you to be ignorant at this point. And I am somebody who lives inclusively. My requirement for people in my life is that they be kind, good people. And so I'm not going to sit here and worry that you're going to throw out some bigoted slur about, you know, my gay friend or my Muslim friend mm. or my white friend or my black friend. Yeah, I don't have time for your microaggressions and your ignorance and your bullshit. Like I'm I, I'm not here for any of that. Um that will be a dead end for that relationship absolutely. Also, cuz this is something that I hear all the time um from men is that I'm intimidating. That's an excuse. And so what I'm not here for is your little, tiny, fragile ego. I need a Stedman. I need a man who can be with a woman who's amazing and be proud of her and chill the hell out. Like, Stedman has always had his own shit. Mm Mm-hmm. He's always taking care of himself. Like, you know, people have always teased him and said he's, you know, this kind of dude or that kind of dude. At the end of the day, Stedman has always taken care of himself. He's always been secure in who he is. And he can be with Oprah and be good. And so I need a dude who's not like you're intimidating. I need a dude who's like, you're amazing. And I'm trying to be with you so we can be amazing together. Mm -hmm. And that requires a certain level of strength in your ego. So I'm not here for your fragile ego at all. So those are probably um, because I think a lot of the other behaviors come out of your fragile ego. So, you know, you need to cheat because your ego is fragile. You need somebody to be feeding your ego. You um, are aggressive because your ego is so fragile. You need to be able to have power over people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't um, have ambition and you don't try new things because your ego is fragile and you don't want to fail or be rejected. And I'm not here for it. So if you can be woke and you got a strong ego, then that's what I'm here for. That, the, yeah, those are my two, my two main ones. And pull your damn pants up. I just, it makes me white light mad when I see people with their pants under their ass. Pull your your damn pants up. And that's it. (laughs) Um, that's not a thing. Oh, it just warms my heart to hear my baby. (laughs) Hey, Cardi. Cardi said he was going to make sure he was in this show. And that's somebody who's never going to settle. That's not a thing. Because that boy will shade you into submission. I love it. Oh, my God. Earl lives for a shady Carter story. I'll tell y'all a quick shady Carter story. Because he's shady all the time. (laughs) Um, When I was in Tennessee, the place where I uh, worked at, um, they have horses. And so I was like, you know, mommy's going to send you a picture of the horses. And he was like, okay. And a couple of times I went out there to take the picture and the horses were like out to pasture. So I couldn't get a picture of them. So like Carter was thinking about shit by like the third day. And he was like, I know what you can do, mommy. You can write yourself a note and put it by your bed and then make sure you take my picture first thing in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, you're, you're right, son. And oh honestly, God. that's exactly what I, I did. I don't understand why this five-year-old <laughs> has such. And he got a picture amazing, uh, immediately the next like day. Like he has. His skill set is it's just yeah. He's I gonna be like, that. Oh, some teenage years. I did not. Oh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. But yeah. So shout out to my baby. So now we're here for Earl's favorite time. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. All right. Do you want to start off? You can start. Okay. So let me tell y'all what's not a thing in regards to relationships. If you gon' settle, 
if you have decided that you're going to stay with this ain't shit somebody, <laughs> then shut the hell up talking to me about it. I don't want to hear about it. I am here for support and honesty and, you know, compassion. And this is for my personal life. You know what I'm saying? If you would like to write me a check or <laughs> swipe your card or hand me some cash and talk about your issues with settling, I'm all in. But what's not a thing is that on my free time, my non-therapy time, I am not going to listen to the bullshit. You know what I mean? You know they ain't shit. You know they don't have no job. You know they're going to cheat. You know they like to wild out and do crazy shit. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Like, I got you for two or three complaint times. But if you stay after that third time and I didn't give you my best free advice, and you stay, and then, like, not only do you stay, but you stay, and then you all, like, Facebook on the gram and on Facebook, Lie. like, bae, relationship goes, we out here, day and night, you know what I'm saying, you wish what, you had this. Nobody don't wish they had this. What you talking about? What are you talking about? Shut the hell up. I don't want to do it with you. If you have chosen to settle, then settle. Settle in, sit tight, and shut up. That's all I got for you. I don't want to talk about it no more. Because that's not a thing. I think that's the... I don't even know how to follow that up. <laughs> um, my not a thing is... It actually correlates to what you were saying. If you know your person is trash, garbage... Garbage. Do not take garbage. the anger that they've created within you out on your friends. Woo! I had to step back from the mic because... <laughs> Don't do That's that. That's a word. Do not allow your man or woman to make you so upset to the point where you don't know how to take it out on them and have an adult conversation. But when you come to your friends, you want to pop off on them. Yes, I have a... Because um... that is how Earl turns to Clayton and then <laughs> has a funeral for you. In my yes, head. Exactly. And that's how Courtney gets real honest. And that's when I say, because my mouth, my tongue. We don't have to, well, we've developed filters. My filter is a blessing to you. It's your gift. You're welcome. Merry but Christmas. be careful because this gift gets returned sometimes. Thank you. Like, if, because I'll be like, just because he cheating on you and he don't want to act right and he don't want to put a ring on it, don't mean you got to come in here and ruin everybody else's time. Like, that will pop off of and my And then now tongue. you're the bad person. You see how quickly that rolled <laughs> off? Like, that was impromptu. It was a talent. It was a prompt, impromptu. <laughs> I don't give a shit if your dude don't want to do right by you or your chick don't want to do right by you what i do give a shit about is the energy you show up at our event with and then we and keep better button that shit up us. button that shit up and act like i ain't cheat on you and i didn't spend all the money out your account i didn't sp like spend all your tax money i don't have no extra baby on the side i didn't do none of that shit <laughs> i'm not on drugs i'm not out here getting your lights cut off i go to work every day I don't make, I ain't trying to hit your pockets up with child support. <laughs> I'm not that bitch. I didn't do none of them things for you or to you or by you or with you. So get the hell over it and I'm just button giving that you shit up. Hands. Button that shit up and say the hell out of my face. Because it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Period. That's what we got for And you. that's all I got to say. Moving on to the next segment. All right. Um, this is the resources and quotes. Who went first last time? I feel like I think we should always end with the quote. So you go okay. first because you have the resource. And it's such a good resource. It's a great resource, y'all. So since we're talking about settling and compromise, how many of you actually know your love language? Because mm. that goes back to knowing yourself. Yes. And if you don't know your love language, I don't know how you're going to make this a relationship work. Yes. yes. So um, 
first of all, let me tell you all what the five languages are. Mm-hmm. There are five love languages. There's words of affirmation, um, receiving gifts, quality time, physical touch, and acts of service. Mm-hmm. Those are the five love languages. Yeah. So with that being said, I want everyone to go to fivelovelanguages.com. It's the number five, lovelanguages.com. And you can take the easy test, mm-hmm. and it'll let you know what your five languages are in um, most prominent to least order. So yeah, yeah. check that out. Yes, And the book um, that correlates oh, with that is written yes. by Gary Chapman, um, mm-hmm. and he is the one who kind of came up with the, the idea of the five love languages. Or what are your what are your five love, what are your two top? Um, my top two were actually hold on, you guys, because I actually was just looking at it <laughs> earlier because I was like, "What are my love languages again?" Um, so my top two are actually quality time and words of affirmation, and my least is actual physical touch and receiving gifts. Gotcha. And my top two are physical touch and uh, acts of service. Mm. And basically, what about love languages is that these are the ways that you most likely give and receive love. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, like how Earl just mentioned his, his, and I just mentioned mine, and ours don't correlate. Yeah. What happens is, if we're in a relationship, I'm giving physical touch and acts of service, mm-hmm. and he's giving me quality time and words of affirmation, and we both still aren't meeting each other's needs. Because right. what I want from him is physical touch and acts of service, and he wants from me quality time and words of affirmation. So once you know what your partner's love languages are, mm-hmm. you can always reset. Yes. When y'all have issues or when y'all disconnect, you be like, you know what? I know Earl's love language is words of affirmation, so I'm going to make a point to be like, babe, I see you working mm-hmm. hard. Good job. You know what I mean? I know Courtney's um, love language is acts of service, so I'm going to make sure like I cut the grass and I, you mm-hmm. know, make something, you know, make dinner tonight. And then that just kind of really opens up your heart to be more receiving and, re- and more re- you know, receptive to your partner mm-hmm. and, and opens up the communication. So I absolutely love five love languages. Yes. I um, recommend it to all my clients, like couples or not, because also your children, because mm-hmm. this is how you are in all relationships. And they have that test. You can take it as a single person, a married or in a relationship, and you can t- you have one for your children. Exactly. So it's very yeah. resourceful for all aspects of your yeah. life. Because I know that Carter is um, physical touch and words of affirmation. And also the other thing is, you know, on the other side of that, if you get hurt on those two things, that your top two love languages, it hurts more. So if you reject my physical touch or you reject acts of service from me, it hurts more than if I buy you a gift and you don't like it. Mm-hmm. So that's just something to think about. Um, so the quote is coming from me today. Um, I have been talking to people about them being the gift. And I've come up with the quote that you are the gift and gifts don't beg to be open. Bam. Drop that mic. Yes. But don't. Yeah, don't drop the mic. It's Huga. It's Huga, and I don't want Garrett to be mad at me. I want us to be allowed to come back. But, yeah, like, you're the gift. And so, you know, you don't have to beg people to open you. You don't have to beg people to show up in your life. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had the conversation with somebody. I was like, you know, this person is a gift, and I'm not Santa Claus. So I'm not going to drag you into a relationship with people. And so just being really confident in yourself and loving yourself enough to know that the people who want to be in my life are going to be in my life. And the rest of them can kick rocks because I need to make space for those who want to be in my life. Mm -hmm. So that's all we got for you today, guys, hat heads, guys and gals. Um, Remember to follow us on Instagram at Hats Off Podcast, CLT. Follow us on Facebook at Hats Off Podcast and on Twitter at Hats Off Podcast. 
Um, Send us questions for questions of the day at hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on our personal accounts. My Instagram is easy.ecm. That's E-A-Z-Y period E-C-M. And I'm at Courtney Leak L-C-S-W. There's no E on the end of that leak. Sometimes people think there's an E. So it's L-E-A-K-L-C-S-W. And I think that's all we got today. Yeah. So until next time, be you. Be true. Hats, hats off. off. Hats Off is brought to you by Earl Martin and my mommy, Courtney Leake. And I'm Carter. Carter.